Phoenix Nation, we are back once again, and I'm so sorry that we were gone for the month of April. Shut up. Don't judge me. I have I have a life, people. All right? These things happen, but I'm, I'm back. We're here. A lot of things went down, and a lot of moves are being made for the Phoenix Gate right now, so let's get into it, shall we? I am obviously not alone. I am joined by three different voices today, so we got a lot. We got a full stack table. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. We are going to start with my favorites, because these are all my favorite voices on the on the gate. Like, seriously, they're the, my favorite fucking people to join me on the gate. So we're going to get it started. We're going to get it started. First one up, we're going to introduce is DigiNan is back, everybody. All right. Yay. Oh, hello, everybody. Welcome to be back. Yeah. You, you happy about that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, DigiNan is back, and we are joined. We haven't heard this voice on the gate in a hot minute. Probably not since the gender, the, our gender uh, episode. So, uh, we got Lavender back. Like, hey. Hey. So good to be back, everybody. Wild, crazy. It definitely has been a hot minute. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, if I wanted to look back, I don't think you've been on since like maybe episode like 40. I think you're right. <laughs> I was just like, I popped in for episode 40 and was like, hey, time to hang with y'all. And then I went, oh. <laughs> like, into the ether for a while. Do, do, do. Just oh, into, the, into the rainbow, <laughs> like just disappeared. Just disappeared. Gone. Just gone. And um, of course, we, the last, but not, final voice that was joining us tonight is Scarlett. Hey. Hi. What's up, baby? Oh, uh, not too much. I'm just like a feral cat. I come and I go when I want. Or you're hungry. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> or hangry. Is it, yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I mean, honestly, but these are the three best voices that I have on the gate, you know, and, and, and we're keeping it fresh. We're keeping it lively, I guess you want to call it. Like, is that what I would say? What I yeah. think? Lively. 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 You're going to do the lively thing. Speak for yourselves. I'm a creature of the undead. But a very cute creature of the undead. Thank you. <laughs> but a very cute moose. Make all the other boys go, <laughs> <laughs> Like, cute creature of undead. You know. This is what we do. You guys know the deal. Um, it's been a hot minute. So, like, guys, tell me, what have you been up to? Man, I wish I could say something other than working, which is very appropriate for today's topic. <laughs> but that's really where I've been. I've been working and spoiling my cat silly. That those have been my main priority. Yes, we love we love we so uh, Lavender has a new podcast cat. Any cat that gets into our lives is known as a podcast cat for the Phoenix Gate. Like that's just just how it is. Okay? Like these are our children, sirs and ladies and ladies. And thems. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. The gays, days, and thembos. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But um, for show, for show, like Luke is the cutest. We're going to put up pictures of Luke on the Phoenix Gates Instagram. So you can all love the cuteness that is Luke. But also, you can probably find Luke on your Instagram, correct? Oh, heck yeah. Lavender's Hazed. And I totally didn't do it because I love that new song by Taylor Swift. If you didn't know, Lavender is a Swifty. Hard, <laughs> hard body karate Swifty. Like, like going to Era's tour, Swifty. Emotional damage. It's coming. Like, like, it's like, don't cry now. <laughs> do not cry. This is not, we don't cry in podcast land. What is wrong with you? And Scarlett, what have you been doing? Oh, just a lot of, like, actual real-life stuff. Um, I had to kind of, like, last minute get a new job. Uh, I've been wedding planning. That's that's a big thing. Um, oh, God, what else do I do? I life. Mean, yeah, life, gaming, I don't know. Me dragging her out to different events. Yeah, because otherwise <laughs> I would just sit at home on YouTube Reels instead of TikTok because I don't download TikTok. Do not download TikTok. TikTok is... Don't get me started on TikTok right now. Me and TikTok, they're in a fight. We are in a fucking fight. And yes, that was me banging my hand because I'm angry. Fucking no. Fuck you, TikTok. I'm so mad at you right now. 
I got two strikes in the last 48 hours of community guidelines violations because I called out a racist. Yeah. Yeah, I called out a racist, you know. Emotional damage. And then (laughs) uh, I got called, I got another strike against me because I posted, they have this new feature on TikTok right now. And it's called On This Day. It's kind of like, you know, how Google sometimes reminds you like, oh, hey, do you remember this? Here's a spotlight on something that happened nine years ago. So TikTok started doing the same fucking thing that Facebook does. Your memories. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it gave me the option to share a video that ironically, (laughs) two years ago was me complaining about the community fucking guidelines. (laughs) (laughs) And it got flagged for harassment and bully. <laughs> Damn it. Who knew you could bully a TikTok? I apparently I can bully the community guidelines because yeah. I also got flagged again because TikTok has a very strict community guideline of nobody under the age of 13 being on TikTok. A so basically TikTok gone soft. Gets worse. This child, a minor, was harassing me. And a good friend of mine, another semi-decently large creator, my boy Dusty, was harassing him being a troll in his live. I reported uh, the account because either it is a child who is not supposed to be on there or it is a pedophile who is trying to find children on that app. Because the, the, the whole profile sus. Whole profile fucking sus. And I reported it. No violation. Are you fucking kidding me? Yet, meanwhile, the picture that they have up there is of a child who is obviously under the age of 13, is obviously, you know, the, the, you know, the way that it's written is obviously a child underage. Right. You know, so I reported it for being an underage profile, minor safety, no violation. My video calling out the fucking community guidelines for their bullshit double standard violation. Fuck you, TikTok. Fuck you. It's true. It's really true. I don't want to hear it. I don't. Bleh, fuck you. Anyway, that's insane. It's no, so it's crazy how like selective these social media sites are with how they enforce their community guidelines. Yeah, like yo, Instagram. Mm. Yeah. Mm, sorry. Yeah. No, I have I have words for Instagram. But also, I ain't been on there in, like, eight months, so. Mood. I barely, I, I started posting a little bit more on my personal. Yeah. I know I have not been posting on the Phoenix Gate, but they do give you the option if you have your profile's length that I can cross-post. Right. So sometimes I will cross-post stuff that I post on my personal to the Phoenix Gate and vice versa. So go follow the Phoenix Gate. Give me more of a reason to post there. And there is a Phoenix Gate TikTok that has no community guideline violations because I never post there. <laughs> so... Go follow those, all right? Not interested. Just do it. Um, but yeah, so that is an example, a little bit of a toxic environment, which ironically is what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about toxic work environments, which unfortunately, every single person sitting at this pa- at this in this podcast in this room who's listening to this podcast, everybody I know has experienced a toxic work environment in some way, shape, or form. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So let's get into it, shall we? So um, I know for a fact, before I got my job with the FDMY, I was in retail. <gasps> oh, boy. And restaurants and bars. I was bartending for a while. It is some, you see some shit when you're a bartender, number one. Number two, when you work in retail and when you work in the the food industry, I swear, yo, you got to be built different. Oh, yeah, you have yeah. to. Mm-hmm. No, that's why I'm like, I could never work in a restaurant, bartending. I cannot do any of that because I will either like burst into tears or I will rip someone a new asshole. There is no in between. I mean, that's fair. When I used to work at, I don't even care if I say it, when I used to work at Urban Outfitters, I literally like, that was right before I had to get hospitalized. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, jeez. Like, I was, like, and it was so unsafe there. Like, they used to make us, like, climb into, like, if anyone's worked retail, you know, they have the back lot where all of, like, the are. They refused to buy us ladders, so we had to climb on the inside of the rafters, and oh I was the God. only one small enough to do it, and what? they used to make me do it all the time. What? I had fought two managers because I called them douchebags. Good for you. Literally fist You fought, fought them? Fist fought. 
Smashing. I literally <laughs> fished for two managers at my old jobs because one was being a douche and another one, we were good friends and I basically, he threw me under the bus and I tried to kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. That's a story. <laughs> Honestly, a whole story. <laughs> I love it. Tell us the story. <clears throat> okay. My retail. <laughs> I worked at Blockbuster Videos. I can okay. <laughs> Time out for two seconds. If you are not a millennial, you may not know what Blockbuster Video is. Here it is. We're going to go back in time real fast. Blockbuster Video is what Netflix destroyed. Okay. Yeah, I can see that look on your face, Scarlett. What's Blockbuster? Actually, I know what Blockbuster is. My mom worked there for a short period of time. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, shit. All right, then. Uh, Scarlet actually knows something about millennial culture. Oh my God. Wow. Okay, it's happening. It's happening. It is happening. I'm a zillennial for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lavender nose. Obsessed with Blockbuster video. Okay. That was like our treat. Okay. To go to Blockbuster. Yeah. I, see, I was never cool enough to work at a Blockbuster. I worked at a, a West Coast video. Which was Blockbuster's bootleg cousin, but had a lot more porn. <laughs> That's true. So where does Hollywood video fall into this family tree? I would say that mm-hmm. is... The third distant cousin? Taco Bell. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So, like, if you have Blockbuster video being McDonald's... Okay. Um, West Coast video would probably have been... Popeye's chicken. No, it was Kennedy fried chicken. There you go. There you go. I, I never even been to one of those. Yeah. Oh, Kennedy fried chicken. There used to be one outside of my high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Life. If, if you know about that Kennedy fried chicken life, you know. Put it this way Kennedy fried chicken, you go into almost any of them, they have bulletproof glass. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, do I need to say more? No. You see, part of me feels like there's a Kennedy joke in there, but I'm not going to say it. What? You could. Wait, shift to the left. No. Shift to the left. <laughs> if he had shifted to the left, oh, I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> yep. It was the, what was it? The second gunman on the grassy knoll. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, all right, I'm so sorry that we went off on a tangent, as we do. <laughs> now tell us your story. Like I said, I worked at a Blockbuster video. I was there for a couple of months. A woman asked me for to buy a video. The, she went to the manager at first. <clears throat> and I guess they had words. And he says he basically didn't have it. So... She went back online before renting, asked me, do you have this to buy? And I remembered we had one more copy. I went, gave it to her. She bought it. No problem, right? My manager goes, says my government name. He goes, you're stupid. I said, for what? I wouldn't have given that at. She was very rude to me. I'm like, well, how did I know that? Throughout the night, now he's pretty much insulting me the whole night. Calling me stupid, calling me like all these different names. <laughs> pretty much I waited for that door to lock at midnight. And I basically threw a DVD at him and I said, you stupid motherfucker, you ever talk to me like that again? I don't, I will fuck you up. Nando. Did you dance? Well, I was the Gary. Clean, that's the clean version because I said a lot more. This is the fucking Phoenix Gate. The fuck you being clean? There's for? a lot of things I said that I should not say on air. Trust me when I say that. Oh, oh are boy. they are they of a certain <laughs> derogatory racial nature? Yes. Got it. Got it. Because we don't, we don't stand that there. Yeah, exactly. No. That's why I, I am not saying that. Well, thank you for. I mean, you are also going back at least twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. look on his face right now. Just I, yeah, I it's remember. painful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least just 20 years checks out. 20, 21 years, yeah. It's probably when my mom worked at Blockbuster about 20 plus years ago. So he ran to the manager. We all got in trouble. 
She's like, all right, because you guys did this, you got to work the weekend. I said, I ain't doing shit. I ain't coming. <laughs> second. <laughs> second. Now, this was the actual fist fight. Oh, th- same dude? No. Okay. No. Same same job? No. This was oh. the plumbing supply Rampage! that I worked at. And you remember, damn, I don't want to say names, but you, you met him. Uh, oh. You met him. I remember. I remember. I remember. He'd be always be, hey, Frank, Frank. Yeah. yeah. Him. He's words. These are the words. We don't. <laughs> no. So he for you. got mad. <laughs> he got mad at me because I cursed him out. Because originally he volunteered me to do a job that I didn't want to do. Didn't want to or wasn't qualified for? <clears throat> didn't want to do. Oh, okay. Well, you're... Eh, you're already off to a bad start because technically it's your job. No, but he's not a manager. He's just somebody I worked with. He had no authority. That's different. That's different. And I kept telling him. Who the me, fuck are you to tell me what to do? You're the same fucking qualifications as me. Fuck off. Exactly. He's like, all right. All right. All right. All right so he had always had this bad habit of volunteering people to do things. And I really got mad because I wanted to go home. I was very tired. And he volunteered me to do another job, which would have took me another two to three hours, and I wouldn't get home till late. Not interested. That's pretty much what I said. He's like, nah, you make money. I said, I don't want to make money. I want to go home. What? Continued, continued, continued. The boss pretty much forced me to do the job because he volunteered me. Oh, what? Yep. When I got back, everybody had gone home that day. Oh, no. And I came back, I parked the vehicle and everything like that. Luckily, I know where he lives because he lived literally across the street and everybody was there. Double hate. Okay. Went to his house, had a beer, took one of his beer cans and chucked and flung it at him. And we just started fist fighting because I basically said, you're an asshole for fucking doing this shit. Always volunteering me for shit I don't want to do. Next time, volunteer your damn self. Yeah, so we had a good fist fight after that, called it even, and then we had more drinks. He shot the one on, and then he was just like, we're done. Yeah, pretty much. So, just need to punch each other a little. Such uh, a typical guy thing. Such a typical toxic male thing. Yeah, but this was my friend. This was That's what Obviously pissed me Obviously, that, that this man is not your friend. You're lying! Not your friend. Friends don't do that. Yeah, that's true. Anybody else have toxic war stories before we get into some, like, you know, more of this? Because, like, I can tell you about some toxic war stories that I had when I worked at, um, when I was a teenager, and I'm going to date myself now, too, um, West Coast Video was actually my, the most fun job. But I also had, I had several jobs, because money. Um, I worked at KFC. (laughs) It was a KFC-Taco Bell combination. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Um, and then I also worked at a Pacific Sunwear when it was still PacSun. And I also worked at an Express. Um, so, Express was like hoity toity, like totally, oh my God, back then. And PacSun was like, yo, dude, Stonerville. It was awesome. But there was a manager there that was like, mm, if I was 15, 16 at the time, maybe 18, 19. And she was a how do I say this politely? See you next Tuesday? Yeah, there you go. She was one of those people that literally I could hit her in the face with a chair. God damn. And not feel bad about it. Like repeatedly running into my fist kind of a person. And she was on this major power trip one night and I had to close with her. Now, the Sun used to be located in a very popular uh, place here in Queens. It was, uh, it's known as Bay Terrace. And um, you can hear Butter snoring in the background. That is so cute. Podcast puppy is snoring. Anyways, um, so we had to close one night and the kids come in, you know, because it's Bay Terrace and that's where the teenagers used to go back in, oh God, 22 years ago, 23 years ago. And um, it was a Friday night. So obviously you got a lot of kids coming in and out. She's telling me so that she can be the cool kid that works at PacSun. I have to be the one to go and make everybody get out. Even though I'm not the manager. 
and I was working the register. And I'm like, but I'm working the register. I can't leave the register. The the fuck? And she's just, I have to, and like, because there was a little bit of a line. She's like, no, I need you to leave the register. I don't care about the customers. Go get these kids out. And I'm just like, you're right there. Okay, boss, no problem. The kids understood. I was like, hey, listen, my manager, it wants to, we got to start doing close up. You guys got to get out. This, that, and a third. And that's when the women, the the parents that were online started crying because obviously nobody's taking care of them. Because instead of my manager going and taking care of the line while I get the customers to leave, the teenagers to leave, just let them stand there. So all of a sudden, I I got to go back to the front now. I got to go back to the to the to the register, and um, now I'm getting screamed and yelled at by. Karen's before the term Karen actually happened with in with reason though good reason to be yelled at because they were sitting there with nobody doing anything for them and, and I'm getting screamed and yelled at so I'm sitting there and my manager comes up and sides with the people screaming at me saying well why did you leave them to wait you should have rang them up you should have done oh I'm so sorry for my employee she's not you know very quick on the uptake. And I go, no, but my fist is. And I punched her. I got fired on the spot. Good. Worth it. Good. Yeah, <laughs> worth it. So worth it. I had a very Smashing. similar um, part of my Urban Outfitters experience. <gasps> and I used to work another kind of popular, I guess, like more towards Long Island. Roosevelt Field Mall. Oh, God. And oh. the thing about Roosevelt speaking. Field Mall is once you got to like a certain part of the night... It was very, very, very sketch. And Urban Outfitters was known. Thank you. <laughs> was known. Nandy is doing technical work. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, it was known for being the most shoplifted from place at the store. Of course it was. And you would, because it was so ridiculously expensive. But besides the point, you would think that they would have like a um, security guard or something outside. But no. Keep in mind, for since y'all can't physically see me, I am 5'2". At this time, I was also severely underweight. So I was about 85 pounds, give or take. Soaking wet. Soaking wet. Nice. And they would put me in the front of the store to tell people they could not come in and tell them that we were closed. But they would refuse to close the gate. And I would constantly get people screaming at me and yelling at me. But the gate's not closed. I can still come in. Yes. So I was there. And this one woman... I was there and I was like, oh my God. She comes up to me and she goes, well, I want to come in. But no, I'm sorry, ma'am. You can't come in. Um, I was told by my manager that we're closing up. He goes, well, I just want one shirt. Went, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. The mall is technically closed. You can come back um, tomorrow. We can put it on hold for you. I'll go and do that for you. It's not a problem. And she called me a fucking bitch, grabbed me by the shirt and tried to throw me out of the way. No. Yep. And I was in tears. Um, I didn't know what to do. Wait, she like physically assaulted you? I was in tears. Um, And my dad came to pick me up that night because I was so upset. And because I used to have to take the bus too on top of this back and forth from Roosevelt Field Mall. And we had this manager, kind of similar to your manager. She wanted to be the cool manager. She was a total bitch all the time, didn't like her. But that's besides the point. She was my boss. And I tell her what happened. And I go, you know, this woman is in the store. I couldn't stop her. She grabbed me by the shirt. She threw me to the side. I'm like really scared. I don't want to do anything. Can you please get security? So she looks at me and she goes, well, what did she want? I was like, well, you told me to let everyone know that the store was closed. And she goes to speak to her and rings her up for the fucking shirt and says, have a wonderful day, ma'am. And then when we had our closing meeting, told me that I was fucking disrespectful for not just letting her in the store. Nope. What did he say? And we wonder why I ended up being hospitalized for three weeks after this. From an anxiety attack? Oh, it was a lot of things, but that was a big part of it. I'm sorry. I just can't get over the fact that, like, you were physically assaulted by this fucking Karen and your boss sides with her anyway. Correct. Like, it was my fault. Emotional damage. Like I worked at a Sephora, so like, like obviously not the same as a Urban Outfitters, but similar vibe is in terms of like high end store at a mall. 
And like that shit wouldn't like Sephora was like the least toxic place I've worked at. Actually, I hear that a lot from people that have worked at Sephora that Sephora and Ulta are decent to work at. Yeah. Like you get a decent bunch of people who work there. Yeah, no, like it it does depend because I worked at two different locations and the one that was in Huntington, which on Long Island is definitely a more like ritzy, kind of like a little more upscale, not like super rich, but like. You could tell people got money. Yeah, exactly. And I worked in an area that had money. So they were, that place was a lot more chill, a lot more laid back. I got away with a lot of dumb shit at that job. (laughs) I did. But like that, like that kind of shit that you were talking about would not fly. Like we would literally, like we also had a security guy who worked in that store. Well, that's because you probably also had a lot of theft. A lot of theft. And it was mostly like, it was mostly these like fucking like teenage girls, but that's besides the point. But like. That shit would not have would not have flown at all. Like if you laid a hand, if someone laid a hand on one of us, they would have been fucking escorted out or put in the back until the cops came. Yeah, like this. I will say though, this manager could not stand me. I could not tell you why. She was one of these like boho chicks. Like, oh, like everything I do is right, and how dare you need to take a day off because you're not feeling well? And it was insane. Like she just could not like. She literally let this bitch ring up. And it was like, and what made this even funnier was she kept saying to me, I want the tongue shirt. Obviously, I did not know what this meant. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. Can you explain the shirt? I'll like put it on hold for you for you to get it tomorrow. Right. And during business hours. Exactly. And what made it even funnier was when I saw the shirt that was rung up, it was a fucking Rolling Stone shirt and she didn't even know the band. Oh, Jesus. And I am a huge Rolling Stones fan. So I was already, you know, angry for being touched and thrown to the side, being told it was my fault. Yeah. And now she doesn't even know the Rolling Stones. The audacity. The audacity. Yo. A lot of that happened at Urban Outfitters and it used to drive me up a fucking wall. Yeah. Like you you used to get the elitist bitches a lot at Express. Like you, cause those were like, (laughs) oh my God. Do you have this in like an extra small? Because obviously I'm, an extra small. Um, yeah, we do. You're holding it. Um, but it's too big. Then go shop at a children's store. What the fuck do you want me to tell you? Yeah, whatever. Tell me a toxic story about Target. Oh, Target. Oh, Target. What, what is there to say about Target? Lots of things. Yeah, no. uh, (laughs) So I'm going to just preface like this. I was the idiot that worked the fucking 4 a.m. shift, 4 to noon. Oh, I remember this. Oh, God, I remember you doing this. Oh, and I worked in the grocery area. <laughs> Specifically, pea fresh. So that was, like, you know, mostly produce, which was the fucking worst. Or, or like, you know, the, like, the fucking, what is it? Like, the dairy. Milk, cheese. Juice, che- milk, cheese. Eggs. It's so bad. My my brain also almost like mixed all of those words up and said jizz, and I was like, oh no. This is why. By the end of the day, <laughs> the trauma. Yo, yo, the trauma. Yo, let me tell you. So, like, the only way to move up at this target that I worked at was if you were fucking one of the team leads. Not surprising. Mm. Yeah. No. And oh yeah. Speaking of, so there's this one girl. Um, oh God, there were actually, there were two of these, (laughs) there were two of these crazy bitches and I don't know which one to talk about first because they're both fucking insane. I don't know, (laughs) I don't know, do we go for the wannabe porn star or the one that was fucking everybody? How about we go with what they did to you? Okay. So yeah, we'll go. We'll go with that because so, we don't need to badmouth stupid people. Here. Okay, yeah. We just want to talk about the experience that gave you toxic work environment. Oh yeah, and has caused the critical PTSD that all of us are currently experiencing by talking about these traumatic events. Yeah. So the one that was sleeping with everyone, just to differentiate from, you know, from people. So want to be porn star? Yeah, want to be porn star? All right. She. Uh, so, in order to try to get. <laughs> With, and to get in the good graces of some of the other team leads, decided to start filming people without their fucking consent to make it look like we weren't working and like she was doing all the work. And she would show it to the team leads. And like people started to kind of notice like, hey, like, you know, like if two people were talking to each other, like on the floor or something, just they would briefly. see like, a, yeah, like briefly, they would see a camera flash and be like, yo, what the fuck was that? 
And <laughs> we, so we found out cause there, there was, so in my, in my area, we had one executive team lead and then there were two other team leads. Okay. Um, I'm like, I don't want to start throwing names out there. Don't yeah, no. give them nicknames. Yeah. All right. So, so we're going to say that the wannabe porn star, we're going to name the wannabe porn star. Pick me. Yeah, pick me. That's a good it's one. It's a pick for me. Per, it's a pick me type of personality. That you're yeah, now. You me. are now pick me. Yeah, she is pick me. Um, and uh, I'm going to assume that they're the fu- one that they're fucking. We're gonna name him Todd. That's actually very close to his name, so that'll be good. So Todd, he was the one who was very tired of Target's bullshit. He found out about this. He actually let everyone know, like, yeah, fucking Pick Mia is filming you guys and showing it to team le- to the team leads and stuff. Nothing for you. For you. All right, so we'll give Todd a little bit of props there, even if he was, you know, schlobbing the knobbing. Yeah, no, he was a pain in the ass, but he also, again, was just so tired of Target's bullshit. I'm pretty sure he was on his way out by the time I left. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what happens. Yeah. No, and then... um, So she was going to your team leads to get you all in trouble. Yeah, and try, try to make herself look good. Meanwhile, she was literally watching telenovelas on the job. Jesus. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah. No, like she was, or she would be sitting there like, you know, with her AirPods in having like long phone conversations with people. And it's like, listen, I don't care what you do, but like, if you're going to be doing that shit, don't be trying to fucking come at the rest of us when we stop and have like a five minute conversation because there was no one else in the store. She was a snitch. Yeah, she was a snitch. Not even just a snitch. That, that, that's just a straight up bitch. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. So, you know, we found out, we went to HR about it. And, you know, like, I was very pissed off. It's called a hustle, sweetheart. Yeah. And also, like, you know, speaking of hustles, I don't, you know, I fucking charge for video. So if you're going to film me, you got to pay me. Pretty much. I mean, all right. So we have all given examples now. I mean, and you also got to understand there, Phoenix fans, we are a very diverse age group here. You know, starting from the old man to the young child <laughs> no offense Don't make no offense that like the young the young the youngsters my younglings my babies that are still in their 20s fuck you this baby's <laughs> about to hit quarter life crisis age i know i'm so happy <laughs> welcome but welcome to hell. this brings up this brings up some facts that i actually looked up because you know the knowledge bomb that's what i do um you know, shout out to the second rounds for that title, by the way. They, they call me the knowledge bomb because there's literally nobody in our grouping that can beat me when it comes to research and, and or knowing just random facts. Correct. I love this. And the, the, everyone here can confirm. Like, no. So I looked up some things about toxic work environments in the United States of America, just, you know, to get some facts. Because, like, obviously all of us have our own experiences, but maybe not necessarily all of us can speak for the rest of the country kind of deal because right. we're mil- two millennials and two Gen Z people. Well, zennials. You guys yes. are zennials. We're millennials. You are almost a freaking Gen Xer. Fuck you, did you know? Don't give me that look because you almost are. <laughs> I'm staying with Gen X. You are not Gen X. I am going with Gen X. You are not Gen X. Gen X was 1982 originally. The cutoff was 1982. You are not a Gen X. You are the very beginning. We are elder millennials. Never. Elder millennials! Never! Yes. Anyways, so 64% of people in the United States have experienced a toxic work environment. 44% of that 64% blamed the toxic environment due to their leadership. Yes. That is so true. Correct. That there's I, I have more stories with that one. Yep. MIT did a research uh, survey and they surveyed millions of people. 30 million U.S. workers have reported experiencing a toxic work environment. And since Gen Z and millennials do make up the bulk of the workforce now, that literally falls into our categories because the boomers are getting old. They're, they're retiring. Gen X is on their way out next. Everything is falling to millennials and, and, Gen, and Gen Z. So we're sitting here, like, this is not new. It just is something that we are breaking generational curses with and saying, ha, 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 we ain't fucking dealing with that no more. That shit that may have flown in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, not going to fly now. Fuck you. So, I mean, 
It's called a hustle, sweetheart. So uh, another couple of facts that I actually looked up, guys, was what is the sign of a toxic work environment? Like, all of us have personal experiences. I want to hear, before I tell you what the, like, the quote-unquote actual signs are, I want to hear what you think they are. I would say turnover. So no one at my current company has lasted at our company for over a year. Okay. That's how bad it is. Like, people, a guy quit last week. We've had so much layoff. Damn. Like, it's insane. I would say no speaking. Like, we're working, but no one is saying a word to each other. It's almost like you could feel it and you can cut it with a knife. Yeah, I was actually going to agree with Lavender. Definitely high turnover. Um, But also, like, there's, I don't know how to exactly describe it, but, like, there's definitely, like, you got to, like, keep an eye on your leadership. Because, like, I feel like if leadership tries to get, like, way too personal with you way too quickly, that's a red flag that, like, I didn't pick up on with my last job. Woohoo! Agreed. Yeah. So, I, I'm gonna, I know what they are, but I'm gonna give my own. Um, and that would be gossip. The more gossip you actually have between you and your coworkers about your management or things that are going on at the job is definitely a sign of toxic work environment. I mean, let's get it. I'm not sitting here saying that you can't have gossip in an office space or a workspace because everybody gossips. It's what we do. We're human beings and it's fun. Okay. But I don't. If all I'm sitting here and hearing about is my toxic manager or this person or that person, what they did, or, oh, this person got written up for doing that, that kind of gossip, that is a sign of a toxic work environment to me, which is funny. Oh, sorry. I was talking to you same across the room. Oh, I'm like, what? What? Is, what are, you I, try, are you trying I, to warn me of something there, Lavender? I think I forget that, like, when I do sim- like like signs, just because they like linger in my thought process, that not everyone knows what I'm talking about. I did that to my boyfriend once when I didn't want to say something out loud, and he just stared at me like I had six heads, and I was like, I have to start uh, teaching some people some basic signs. So, no, it's fine. I, I actually want to learn ASL, so. We'll talk about that at another time. So, I'm going to let you guys all know you're all correct. All correct. The signs of a toxic work environment are inexplicable turnover rate, where nobody can explain why people are getting either fired or quitting left and right. Gossip. Passive-aggressive behavior. Yes. Low morale of the employees. Oh, 100%. Chronic stress. That, are you talking about my entire office right now? Gets like, better. I was about to be like looking at Target. <laughs> Gets better. Division amongst the departments where either there is dysfunction or role confusion. Yeah. Yes. So these are all like the eight top signs of that you are most likely in a toxic work environment. I hit every single one of those as you're going down the list. This right? is why we're looking for a new job. Right? It gets better because another thing that these toxic work environments like to use is something called a fear-based culture. How many of you have been at a job where your manager or somebody who is in charge or just somebody who may have been a little bit um, seniority-wise, higher up, does not fucking matter, intimidated you into doing nothing knowing fully well that your rights are being violated. All the time. That was my last job. Quite frequently. Like, it's happened not only in my current workspace, but even the job I love the most, it's happened. Yep. Like, it's something that, unfortunately, people just really like to play with. (laughs) Mighty need! No, we don't need that. Like, just to be honest, like, one of the big things that my current work does is lay people off in the office in front of everybody. At the end of the day. So they do their work. They get a full day's worth of work and then they sit there and go, hey, I'm sorry, this isn't working out. Yep. And people that they've had for like one of them was the only guy in that office that had been there for over a year. And they hired this new person and decided that he made too much money. So they laid him off right at the end of the day in front of everybody. Oh, just make it seem like a family to say goodbye to him on his way out. Oh, God damn. No. That's how I test them the screws. Oof. I mean, like, I'm not going to lie. FDNY definitely has its toxic people. 
definitely had toxic bosses and your people that thought they were better than you. Uh, I'm not, like, I will fucking call FDNY out at left and right by name. You are a lot more candid, Diginan. I have all those plus, 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 plus. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, plus ultra. Anyways, but Woo-hoo! I'll call FDNY out any fucking time of the day. That is some toxic-ass bullshit that you would get sometimes with some of these fucking bosses. Especially where we there we called it the um, red knees, brown lips. Which meant you were on your knees kissing their ass. Yeah. Yeah. We also have something in my, in, in my job called badge bunnies. A badge bunny is somebody that will fuck a lieutenant, fuck a captain, fuck a chief, or any of the cops that we work with. And be in, like, permanent relationships on the outside. Yeah. I'm exposing you people. Fuck off. I don't care. But that is toxic. Because a lot of the times what will happen is those lieutenants will have wives or husbands. Okay? And those wives or husbands find out. And it's not pretty. When they come to the job and confront the work wife or husband. Oh, yeah. The faces you're all making at me right now are hysterical. I wish you guys could see this live. One day I'm going to go live and y'all can see the freaking facial expression. Say something. I Scarlett, go. I see you raising your hand. Go, go, go. No, it's just, it's really funny because like um, my mom had a similar thing happen when she worked at UPS where like the, um, one of her managers got caught cheating in 4K <gasps> with, um, with one of her coworkers and, you know, the, um, you know, God, her actual damn. husband found out and it was just a whole shit show. And it was so funny because my mom hated this woman. And I think she had to leave due to like, you know, she was having a, she had a breakdown or something and she had to leave. But um, I'm sorry, that just rem- gave me the core memory of my mom. So funny. <laughs> Unlocked. No, but it's true. And listen, 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 listen. You want to do what you got to do at a job, do it. But don't be a dick. That's all I'm saying. Don't be a dick. Don't even get me started. I see that look that you're giving me, DigiNan, about how people at your freaking job shut the fuck up, how some of these freaking assholes at your job have three separate cell phones for three separate side chicks. Uh, no. Okay. I I wish you didn't Expose! tell this I wish you didn't tell this story. It's called a hustle, sweetheart. It's what I do. There is a person <laughs> at my job. That has three cell phones. That is true. For three separate bitches. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no. No. Actually, he has a work cell phone. He has the family cell phone. The third phone is is all his shenanigans. <laughs> so. Nothing for you. For you. <laughs> I would say this person went on vacation not too long ago, and basically was telling everybody stories. And he's just, oh. And was like, where's the photos? Oh, it's in my other phone. It's in my car. They're like, go get that phone! <laughs> oh, my God. No, look, put it this way. Put it this way. Put it this way. It's kind of like, you know how some people have one Facebook, and then they have the other Facebook? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I've seen it. Or, you know, so, I mean... Yeah. I have a family member, so we'll just go with that. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I yeah. Have family, I have a family member that has that. Oh, yeah. It, so, it, it like, look, yo, if that's your hustle, the hustle do somehow. you, do you. But this is what creates the toxic work environment. Like, this is what helps promote that toxic work environment is those kind of things that bring in the toxicity from the outside or breathe the toxicity to the outside from the job. Like, I can't even tell you how many times I have literally had to talk Scarlet, Lavender, and Diginan out of foaming at the mouth rages sometimes from shit that happened at the job. Do we want to talk about the cunt? No, I shouldn't. Okay, But I will say, I would like to make, like, I sometimes feel bad in these situations because I shouldn't be one to talk because my boyfriend works with me. But I will say, we don't work in the same department. It was because we hung out outside of work and I have a very strict rule with him that nothing relationship-wise flies at work. 
<laughs> so like that's very set. But to give like a slight background, if your new manager is taking you out of work early before the end of the day to get you, you and your other subordinate who are, you're both on the same level, but she's way above you, just came in, take you out to quote unquote happy hour and tell you about all the men that she fucked. She's trying to yep. fuck with you. Well, she's trying to do something. I don't know. I don't know. But this, this brings me back to the fear-based culture that some bosses I'm not going to call them managers. I'm not going to call them leader. These are these are bosses, people that are placed into a higher position because of whatever fucking reason, whether they're qualified, been there longer, don't fucking know. Nepotism, you know the boss, you're fucking the boss. Who the hell knows? But this is ba- what creates a fear-based culture, which will silence employees using gaslighting, abuse, intimidation, and domination. You just described domination... I'm your boss. I want to go out drinking. You're coming. And you're going to tell me about your personal relationship. Which is now falling into the intimidation factor. With, you know, it's like how many of us have been there with a boss who sat there and threatened you? Yep. That, you know, like I had a lieutenant that I absolutely bumped heads with left and right at FDNY. Like we hated each other. Like just there. And it wasn't for anything other than. He thought that he got it like that with me, not realizing I'm very intelligent and I read the ops guide. So there was literally nothing that you could sit there and try to throw at me and I know that you're baking it up. Like, they hate the fact that I had colored hair. Like, my hair was legendary on the job. And they sat there and tried to tell me all the time that it was against the uniform policy. I'm like, no, it's not because there's nothing in there about colored hair. All it has to do is be up in a ponytail or a bun above the collar of my shirt. You can't write me up for this. This is unethical. And they would keep trying to do it. They would try to catch me for everything, which became a hostile work environment because they were literally stalking me on my jobs. Okay? They were literally looking for any fucking reason to write me up. And then when I when I would... And that's part of the abuse right there. They would gaslight me on certain jobs where... I knew I did the best I could for my patient. Like, God forbid, I, ha- I had a CPR job or, or, and we didn't get him back. You know? God forbid I had a bad job like that. He would gaslight me into thinking that it was my fault. And I'd be sitting there like, oh, so I'm the one that picked up the gun and shot my patient. Okay, yeah. Fuck you. So that goes into the gaslighting thing. Like, we have, everybody experiences this. Everybody, every single person sitting here has experienced a boss like that. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Which makes the other style of leader so much more precious to us when we get those breaths of fresh air in the toxic environment where things are so toxic for so long and then you get a good boss. One of those bosses that is genuinely looking out for you and you immediately have to sit there and be like, are you going to hurt me? You're going to hurt me, aren't you? Don't do it. And then they don't, but then they hurt you because they end up having to leave because it is so fucking toxic. Like, I actually feel that a lot because I left my last job, which I worked in an office at an HVAC company. For If you don't know what HVAC is, um, heating, ventilation, air conditioning. I had to leave that job a lot sooner than I wanted to emotional because just you know my boss there was so fucking toxic and you know I started working you know at a different company I don't want to get too in-depth so I'll just say it's in the finance industry um so complete complete change but like this manager is just so much so drastically different and I can tell that she's genuine like I've I've only been there for a couple weeks but like she has had to deal with a lot of the shit that I have in the past with like toxic management, but also like just kind of not being trained, getting thrown to the wolves kind of like style. Sink or swim. Yeah. She's very much done that. She's like, listen, I went through that myself. I absolutely fucking hated it. I'm not going to do that to you or anybody else. So she's really been taking her time to train me. Um, You know, she's even trying to like make sure I get the proper certifications and stuff. And she's helping me out with that, you know, with like, you know, they're also paying for the test, paying for the study books for me. Like, it's 
it's really cool. And again, it's just so different because like, I'm not used to having someone actually sit down with me and show me what to do. And that's just another product of being in such toxic environments beforehand that when you're finally in one that's good for you, you're like, <laughs> you know, and you, oh, how many of you are terrified of making a mistake? All oh, the time. Yeah, all the time. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Like, I, we should not, as people, after what we just went through for the last three years in this fucking pandemic, where we lost a third of the motherfucking population... Okay, people are complaining. Nobody wants to work anymore. Quiet quitting. Blah, act your wage. Blah, blah. Like, yeah, we're doing that because you motherfuckers need us. You need us to work. We, you, you're too old. We're the ones that need to do it. We need money. And I'm sorry, I'm not built for OnlyFans. Can you please lower the price of groceries? Fuck. <laughs> Yo, don't like, even get me started with that because you get fucked with taxes at the end of the year yeah, anyway and there you go but i'm saying like people are bitching and moaning that none that our age groups do not want to work it's not that we don't want to work we don't want to work for dicks we don't want to work for basically free yeah and the other problem is too like you know and i and i think lavender could also like confirm this you know as we both you know both recently job hunting like there's a lot of listings on there that are just like basically like fake listings like yep. a company will yep. put up a will put up a listing to make it look like they're looking for a job get x amount of applicants but you know just not hire anyone for the role what did he say a it's lot true. of that now that i work in like a specific company that does do that is because they're outsourcing them and they're trying to get people that they can pay under the table less money huh. So it can either be they're not technically in the country or they're not technically a citizen, so they're not protected by the same rights because my job has done this and I have seen them do it and they're doing it right now. Oh, God. Which has not been pleasant because, um, you know, not to bring my boyfriend into this, but he needs to do that because he's in recruiting and he wants to leave because they're making him do this and it makes him feel like he's lying. It makes him feel like he's being like... and. He's very, very sweet. He doesn't like that kind of stuff. So it's he driving is a, him He insane. is a good bean. We, we, he can be dumb, but he's a good bean. He's a golden retriever boy. He's a golden retriever. He is a golden retriever boy who is unfortunately dating a calico cat. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best description. It's true because you, you, you have black cat energy, but you also have orange cat energy. That crackhead one brain cell energy. <laughs> you do. Correct. It's so true. So that's why you are a calico because you are a chaotic blend of the two. Correct. Because also calico energy at the same time is just like, love me, love me, love me. Fuck off. Love me, love me. I'll kill you. Love me. I love you. He deals with so much. To give him credit, he does. But that's the big thing that they're doing, Scarlett, is they're putting the listings up. So legally, it looks like that they tried to hire within the country or hire within certain standards. And then they take them down and they hire someone for much less, whether they be in India another country or they're not technically a citizen. No, that's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, again, if you unfortunately do find that you needed to seek asylum here in the United States, we stand, you know, we get it. But, and we're not sitting here going, oh, no, 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 no. no, no. no. Everybody, <laughs> but see, now this will bring me to another topic that we're going to talk about on another show, which is everybody deserves a living wage. Correct. And 100%. right now, part of the toxic work environments that we are speaking about is that no one is making a decent living wage because every single person I know is working minimum 50 hours a week just to make rent. Yeah. 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 That is toxic. And then yeah. people wonder why none of us want to work. Why none of us want to keep, why we're fighting against the toxic work environments. Why we're sitting here having this conversation right now, comparing our war stories. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I talk shit about FDNY, but it was the best fucking job. It is the best fucking career. It is. Okay. But there's some fucked up shit. Okay. There's some fucked up shit that happens on that job. Just like it is in every job. But it's a good job. Health benefits, protection. We don't make a lot of money and we get abused for it because, but we're working on it. But it's a good job. 
There you, is a lot of good jobs, but like you said at the beginning, they're not paying. No. Every person in this state or in this country can work, but no, no one's going to... No, not everybody. But, but I'm just saying, but not everyone's going to work for pennies on the dollar. No. And no one's going to work just to say, oh, I got a job, but can't afford rent or can't afford to pay all their bills or have to decide one or the other. Yeah. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. It does create a work, a toxic work environment because you're just constantly stressing about what am I going to do next, which is will affect your job. And then you get the older crowd, the the the, gen, the boomers and some of the more jaded Gen Xers who will sit there and just be like, oh, bitch, bitch, bitch. You know, like, yes, we are going to bitch because we know our worth. We know what we are supposed to do. You motherfuckers are raising the things on us so high that nobody I know can afford to own their own home anymore. My brother and I were actually just talking about it, that even with a, I think he said it was like a six-figure salary technically now. He's in, he's in like the Cambridge area now. But he said that based on a study from Cambridge that even if you're making a six-figure salary, you cannot afford to buy a home in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Yeah, which is, I don't even want to know about the rest of the country. Exactly. That's why he was like, this is insane. I'll never own a house. I'm like, well, calm down. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> never say never. Be, never say never. But it's insane that no one can just outright buy their own house now unless you're, you're a millionaire or a billionaire or you have some kind of generational wealth that a lot of us don't have. Or if you, God forbid, have what happened to, you know, where you have parents that leave you a home in their will. Like, yeah. you have to lose your parents to be able to own yeah. a home. No, like, I get that. Um, you know, my grand, like my grandmother literally left, is she's still alive? You know, knock on wood for that. Thank the gods. Yes. But, um, you know, like, I, you know, I have been told my, you know, in the will, the house goes to my sister and I. And, you know, I'm not sure how that's going to work. You'd either have to buy out your sister or your sister would have to buy you out. For the the amount yeah. of the house, I mean that's how it works. Yeah, realistically, I know which way that's gonna probably go. It's you see, I don't know. Like the other thing is the house is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Mm. But well, yeah. that's the other thing, and we can talk about that on another on another show, and we will. But final thoughts on how, if possible, to make a work environment better. Well, I think I have like probably like a top three. Yeah, let me hear one them. Let me hear them. As we're doing um, this return to work, this hybrid workspace, you also have to keep in mind that a lot of us are neurodivergent and we, I, we really were not, I don't want to say blessed by remote work, but remote work helped a lot. Yeah. And something that my job does is they refuse to let you work remotely at, even if you have to deal with an emergency. You have to use your very limited PTO bank to be able to, I was out three days because I had a breakdown and then I still had to come back to work. So they need to stop. From the job. From the job. The job caused Lavender's breakdown. The job caused this. And instead of owning up to the fact that they are toxic as fuck and caused their employees such stress and distress that they had a mental breakdown, they forced her to use her own paid time off to recover just to go right back into the same shit. It was insane. And two, I really think that open concept offices are very toxic because it breeds a very toxic community. I mean, I have my boyfriend's manager now treating it like a middle school lunchroom. And then three, I think we need to allow people to be able to have more than just two weeks vacation. That is not enough. You need to be able to take the time back, but also you shouldn't be judged when you take that time. One of the big things that happened with one of the people with us was he was yelled at for taking his vacation when he scheduled it ahead of time because it wasn't a good time for the company. Sucks to be you. Exactly. What, what, do you, what do you think, Scarlett? What would make a work environment that's toxic better? So I'm just going to go based on my last job, the HVAC company. Yeah. So if, no, if you, this is very like specifically like if you can, like, cause the lead, like the person who was above my boss, like that leadership, they were actually very good. They were very understanding. I know not everyone is in that situation, but, um, I was also, I had some other people working in the office who very much had my back at that place. So they were able to help me. Well, first they encouraged me to bring it to higher management we stand. Yeah. And they would even like speak to them on my behalf. Like they were so good. But like 
if you can escalate it to a higher management, like if you are in the position where they are understanding, they will hear you out and they will try to change things, definitely do so. Because even though that work environment did not work out for me and I had to leave before I went into full like mental breakdown mode, I do know that the next person is not going to have to deal with that because now they're aware of what my former boss would do to me and how this person would speak to me and treat yep. me. Yep. And they're, they already have a new, like a new person who is in line for that job, who is not going to take their shit. Good. And who will report any bullshit this, this person pulls directly to the, to the higher management. Good. Good. Sometimes we do have to be that sacrificial lamb. It sucks that some of us have to be those curse breakers, but you know what? Sometimes if that's what it takes, then that's what it takes. Exactly. What about you, Digi-Nan? Any final thoughts? Uh, I agree. Leadership is definitely one. Yeah. I would also say policy is another one because sometimes policy does create uh, an environment. Especially if it's a toxic policy. Yeah, because sometimes people interpreted things certain ways and some people don't not interpret it the same way you you would. So I would say... Language. The language of the policy needs to be clear, concise, and to the point. Correct. Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. That's one. Two, I would say um, pay. Definitely pay. I say pay would always help. It's like, all right, listen, it is what it is, but at least I'm getting paid. So there's there's more things, but there's a whole list. Yeah, there's a list. I mean, honestly, Phoenix fans, what I would suggest you guys do this is what I want you to do. This is what I, if you have an experience in a toxic environment with a toxic boss, toxic coworker, hell, if you had a toxic job, period, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your experience. Reach out to us on the Instagram. Reach out to us on the Facebook page. Let us know your story. We want to hear it. Like, we know, all of us, we want to hear about your experience with anything that has to do, just chime in. Like, this is an open concept conversation, and we want to hear it from you. My final thoughts on this, and then we're going to get out of here because, you know, we got shit to do. But, but, my final thoughts on this are this. You need better training. If you're going to have people in positions of power, you need to be able to make sure that those people are able to, A, handle the position, B, it cannot be nepotistic anymore, and it cannot be just because that's the girlfriend of the boss. No, it can't be that way anymore. Like, because then they you they abuse the power, and as soon as a manager starts to abuse that power, and it gets reported to HR or to a higher up, those people either need to go for retraining or need to be removed from power. Period. Like, we really need to have a no tolerance thing with that because why is there zero tolerance for the? low quote unquote lower rank and file worker why is there no tolerance but bosses and co-workers can get who are fucking those bosses can get away with anything no this is this is correct accountability there needs to be accountability on all levels agreed i think that that would be like one of the biggest steps honestly to to fix a, a toxic work environment but that's just my opinion and again i've made this very clear in past Past podcasts, past episodes, past issues. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Some of them stink. It's up to you whether you think mine stink or yours might. Who knows? But on that note, Phoenix Gate fans, I want to thank Scarlet, Lavender, and DigiNan for joining me. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Is there any, like, final things you want to say? Me? Um, always, I feel like here's one. When you're interviewing... <laughs> really try to get a feel for the office culture like I was very fortunate my new job you know when I interviewed there like the woman was just like immediately like all right here's the office here's the vibe I want it to be collaborative I want people to help each other out I don't want any of this well that's not my job description I'm not doing it kind of thing yeah like just and also like you know any questions you need help ask any one of us and I'll tell you just from the two weeks I've been there it has been so much better than what I've done dealt with before and just, you know, so much more chill. Go for it. Go for a chill place to work. Yeah. You don't need to be stressed out every day of your life. Correct. Yes. And I will say you need to look out in those interviews. Like that's been a big thing as I've been looking for new jobs. Anyone that describes their workplace as a family. Bye. Goodbye. You say goodbye because it ain't a family. It's a sweatshop. 
Mm-hmm. It is a not a fun place to be. But did you anything? No, like I said, keep an eye out. Try to, if you can do, you can do your best to detox or toxic toxic work environment. And also learn to recognize when you're the toxic one. Yeah, there you go. We didn't touch on that, but we no another day. Another, another day because I really do feel like we will be revisiting this topic and think this needs a part two. I think so too. I yes. agree. Yes, <laughs> I agree because honestly, I also want to talk about positive work environments. Okay. So yeah. we are definitely going to be doing a, ta- a part two of this Phoenix fan. So stay tuned for that. Um, if you are in the Long Island area on May 13th, the Phoenix Gate is going to be live from Long Island Feast Fest at the Great South Bay Brewery. So that's where we're going to be in May. And also, I personally will be at Motor City Comic Con in Detroit the weekend after that. So I will be in Detroit from the 18th until the 21st. At Motor City Comic Con, come say hello to me. I got, I will most likely have some free swag for you. So come say hi. I, I will adm- probably be posting who I will be wearing on the Phoenix Gate Instagram. So the only way you'll know how to find me is to go and follow us on that page. So on that note, um, guys, thank you so much for joining us. I love you all. Bye, everybody. Bye. Say bye. 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 Bye.